There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Are you the one, Bradley, that used to think those lyrics were something different? I don't remember who it was. I, what, what did I think? Well, the, she says, until the sun goes up over Santa Monica Boulevard. And somebody I know thought it was until the sun goes up, I'll be certain that I'm having some fun. No, that was definitely not me. Darn it. It doesn't even sound like that. (laughs) This is the Colleen and Bradley show. Thumbs up, I'm certain I'll be having some fun. Well, I mean, that's a clever. Right? I mean, it makes sense. Yeah, but. Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer, and it was cold yesterday. It was so cold. Yeah, it was really chilly. So the question I had, and Bradley and I live in a similar uh, universe in our homes, Mm -hmm. in that the heat, Mm -hmm. and whether you turn it on or not, is not Mm -hmm. dictated by the actual temperature, but rather the calendar. So because we are in September, it is not legal in our households to turn the heat on. But I'm always curious when it gets real cold like that, who buckles and turns the heat on and who doesn't? 651-641-1071. Did you turn the heat on last night? Um, no. Holly, feel free to just like butt in when you got a call well, there. We've got Mary waiting. Oh, well, let's talk to Mary then. Hello, Mary. Hi, Mary. Mary, did you, Hello? did you turn the heat on last night? Absolutely not, because I am your girlfriend in South Carolina. It's still 80 down here. Okay, oh, rude. Rude, rude, Mary. I, rude. I love you, but you know what? I have never turned. I've lived down here now for two and a half years. I lived in St. Paul for, in St. Paul proper, you know, down by the colleges. Yep. And I would turn the furnace on, and inside my house, it would only get old house. It would only get to be 52 degrees. I had my jammies on, my robe on, blankies. I was so freezing. Yeah. I turned the heat on. But infrared heaters mm. are oh. my key. Okay. And so I have one that I moved down. Right. And when it gets cold down here, cold as in 52, oh. I turn that on. It warms up my space, and I turn it off by 11 because the sun is heating up my space. Look at you. God, you have got a heating plan, She Mary. does. Mary, thank you I... so much. And thank you for bragging about the great weather. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> Do more of that. Just kidding. It's fine. We Are love you? you, Mary. Thanks for calling, Mary. 651-641-1071. Did you turn the heat on no. last night? Okay, you didn't, obviously. No, have... of course not, because I'm not allowed to touch the heater. That's a lie. But I know better yeah. than to touch the heater. Um, for fear that my fingers will get burned, but not by the furnace. Mm. 
um, <laughs> my my partner mm-hmm. with remember um that episode. Never mind. Um, we have Jake on the line. Oh let's hi, Jake. Okay, hi, Jake. Jake. <laughs> Jake, did you turn the heat on last night? No way. I kept the bedroom window wide open. Really? Do so you love the cold weather? Only when I'm sleeping. I like to. I like it when it's cold, and I can do something to like warm up. But it's still. It's it's kind of weird. Just get a bunch of blankets and whatnot. Take a hot shower. Get under the blankets and just stay nice. there and don't come out. Thank you for your call, Jake. I'm the same way with like. I love sleeping in the cold, and so piling a bunch of blankets up on the bed, and then once you're in there, do not move because it is a rude awakening when you get out of that warm sandwich that warm blanket sandwich yeah, that i just in. want the the entire warm house sandwich i get it like it's not fun to have cold toes i will say in a strange turn of events uh my husband did try to turn the heat on yesterday and well we're having some work done on our house and uh one of the things that they did at one point was uh reroute some heating and uh, they didn't finish the job oh interesting so our furnace was making noises, and I was afraid that my entire family was going to uh, inhale fumes. Anyway, oh, long yeah, story short, that. we had to turn it off, and it's still not working. So there's no heat at the Lindstrom house. But You're not fine. for lack of trying. Not for lack of You'll trying. You'll be fine, as my partner would say. Put on a shirt. Well, okay. Are you walking around naked when it's this cold? No, but no. I always hear like, put on more clothes. And I'm, I'm like, I shouldn't have to. But were you not a little bit excited to dig into the cozies? I was. I was like, I'm putting the cozies on. I got the sweatpants. I mean, I'm grateful I got the for you, but I don't live life that way, man. I oh. used to live... My favorite thing in the whole wide world is that when I lived on my own and I lived... I always lived in old apartments mm. that had um, radiators. Mm-hmm. And it would get so hot in the winter that I would have to like open my windows. And I just loved it. Like I could walk around in my undies. 24 7. It was just like a tropical. Oh, I would lay in my bed with no blanket. Oh. Not not in this weather. Oh, God. Holly, do we have any other callers? Yeah, we have Betsy. Hi, Betsy. Betsy, did you turn the heat on? Hi. Oh, I'm sorry. I wasn't paying attention. Yes. But you... we turned it on Tuesday night. My Lord. Yeah, so you were prepared. That no, was smart. I had. I had leggings on i had knee socks on i had my winter uh slippers on and i had my pajama my flannel pajama top with my winter bathrobe <laughs> and i was still cold and i yes. said good god i'm too old for this yep this is we're turning the heat off <laughs> i firmly agree I didn't leave it on. We turned it off after a bit. Yeah. Well, that's the thing I want to tell people is like, you can turn the heat off again. It doesn't have to stay on. Yeah. Yeah, just to get the chill out of the air. I'm with you. Then I did the same thing last night, but I made something in the oven. So once the oven was on, then the house warmed up nicely. Mm. I I ran the oven last night for a long time. I'm not going to lie. I made crackers. So did I. I made I made meatloaf. That takes a long time yep. to cook. That was smart. But, but it was just Tuesday night. We didn't use the oven, and I'm just sitting here going, good God almighty, we are it's not, not worth pop- it. You know, so yeah. anyway. Thank you for your call. We have enough going on in the world. We can give ourselves a little heat. Mm-hmm. I don't have an oven right now. 
So there was no heat source is my point. All I had was my blankets and my sunshiny attitude. Uh, Holly, do we have any other callers? Yeah, we have Kelly. Hi, Kelly. Hi, Kelly. Kelly, did you turn the heat on last night? I did. I turned it on Tuesday as well. (laughs) See? Now, is this an argument in your house or is it just like I'm doing it? Nope. Here's the deal. We came to, I'm married, and we came to a decision where we both agreed, this is enough. We're in our 60s. We do not have to sit around and freeze or be too hot about Mm -hmm. air conditioning either. Mm -hmm. We used to be like that. And it's like, nope, we're cold. We're turning it on. See, We're hot. We're turning the air on. It's just easy. There shouldn't be an argument about it. I agree with you. And I wish that that kind of wisdom didn't have to come with age. I wish that we could all just say, We've got enough age in our house and that wisdom has not shown up yet. Mm. So TikTok. (laughs) Thanks for your call. Hey, trust me. It was in our 50s we came to that. All right. We're getting there. We're just around the corner. Give yourself some time. Thanks for your call. (laughs) I just, I never have understood that logic. I've never, you know, if it's cold, you turn the heat on. Like you said, Bradley, you don't have to leave it on. It's not like a sentence. I'm like, who, who who from the depression beat this into you? Right? Like, who, like, where did you get this mindset? I'm speaking to my partner right. now. Mm-hmm. Where did you get this mindset that, like, you're doing? Because my whole thing is, like, with the air conditioning and stuff, it's better to just turn it on and go. Mm-hmm. And in the long run, that's more efficient mm-hmm. than, like, turning it on and turning it off and turning it on and turning it off. Just, just turn it on. And if it's too, if it's too hot, the AC will turn it down. If it's, you know, if we need the heat, great, it'll turn on. If we don't, it won't. It's fine. I'm on We don't have side. kids. We're not, you know, we're not paying for school. You know, but I will, I would like to point this out. At my house, the thing that gets the heat on the first time is not me. It's not me saying I'm cold. It's the kids. Tr- yes. Yeah. Suddenly it's like, I will oh no, say, the child is cold. And I'm not saying this, but I'm because I'm trying to compare dogs to children, mm-hmm. but I may have used the dog on occasion. Yeah, sometimes you got to. To flip that switch. Sometimes you like, got oh, to. she's home alone all day. Mm-hmm. She needs to stay warm. She's so cold. She's covered in fur. Yeah, but if it works, it's use fine. it. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we have to take a little trip to a place we call Perv Corner. Yeah, uh, This is going to be nasty, you guys. We'll talk about Kevin Spacey oh. after this on my Talk 1071. <laughs> I'll tell you who gives us the creeps on the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 1071 streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, who gives us the creeps, Brad? Oh, a lot of people, but today it's Kevin Spacey. Ooh, that's, that's nasty. That's nasty. Oh, I forgot. Whip it oh, out. That's nasty. No, do not say whip it out in proximity to this story. Kevin Spacey has been sued for alleged sexual assault on 14-year-old boys in the 1980s. Yes, that's a story that was a headline from yesterday, and we didn't get a chance to talk about it before the end of the show. You get all choked up when you talk about it, don't you? I do. It's Well, it's just nasty. So on Wednesday, two men sued Kevin Spacey. And to be clear, we haven't talked about Kevin Spacey a lot lately. Mm Mm-mm. Uh, actually, we did last week talk about him. Do you remember why? Because he is apparently either married or engaged. He has a ring on that finger. And he was biking about showing that ring off in London. Yep. Good right? old jolly old England. Mm-hmm. Um, and 
this week we're talking about him because, as I said, two men have uh, alleged that they that he that is Kevin Spacey committed sexual battery, quote unquote, against them when they were 14 years old in the 1980s. Now, what's interesting about this? There's many interesting things, but one of the interesting things is that one of the plaintiffs is none other than, ding, 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 Anthony Rapp, mm-hmm. a story that we are familiar with, or you should be, and if you're not, the actor, Anthony Rapp, was the first to come forward with allegations against Spacey in October of 2017. Right. So now at the time, Anthony uh, related a story wherein Kevin Spacey laid on top of him after a party. Mm. Specifically, he says, um, Spacey invited him to a party at his apartment in 1986. While there, Rapp alleges that Spacey grabbed his buttocks, led him onto a bed, and laid on top of him. Rapp states that he was able to flee to a bathroom and later got out of the apartment. So that's the first person that's suing him. And that story, I mean, we did hear that story uh, a couple, a few years ago now, like a handful of years ago now, he came forward with that story. Yeah. Oh yeah, okay, 2017. So that story is familiar to us, but the other story is not one that we've heard before. No, in fact, it says, this, and we don't really know much. All we know is that the second plaintiff in this case is identified as CD, not compact disc, uh, presumably the person's uh, initials. The complaint alleges that Spacey met this CD person in 1981, as a student in Spacey's acting class, Ugh. the child was 12 at the time. <clears throat> OMG. According to the complaint, Spacey met the child again when he was 14 years old and invited the boy to his apartment. There, he alleges that Spacey did some stuff to him of a sexual nature. Oof. They went on to have uh, sex on several occasions, according to the suit. On their final encounter, Spacey attempted to have sex. The boy said no, but was ultimately able to free himself and flee the apartment. The suit claims that both accusers accusers have suffered, quote, psychological damage because of his abuse. So that's this is the real deal. So this is the first time I think... Cases of this nature so directly have been brought against Kevin Spacey. You know, there were some other cases that sort of fizzled. Yeah. uh, And were not able to continue for a number of reasons. Yeah. But this one in particular just seems very direct and to the point. Um, And and one of the cases I think you're talking about was the one that was, we talked about it in great detail, that was the son of a newscaster who was working in... um, in the Cape, at the Cape at the time. And... uh, Kevin Spacey did some inappropriate stuff with him, and that that's that case got. Th- I'm Bradley Trainer, and I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like this: A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Thrown out because it was shown that the mom had deleted some texts, which is unfortunate, right? Because at the time we were like, this seems promising. Yeah, no, that case was well underway and then it was dismissed. Um... Because of some other stuff, but mm-hmm. 
There was also a case, and I had forgotten about, but this article from Variety reminds us that in uh, there was a case in, in L.A. where he was accused of sexually assaulting a massage therapist, but that case was dismissed after, you remember? No. The massage therapist died. <gasps> oh, yeah, that's right, in a mysterious car situation. Mm-hmm. Well, no, that's a different death. Oh. <gasps> Okay. This accuser died of natural causes, but there was a woman who accused Kevin Spacey of being a pedophile who ended up getting run over by a car. I mean, it's like all from the actual... Well, it's hard not to draw comparisons to House of Cards. Exactly. Yeah. Um, But in this case... Yeah. Real victims. Yeah. So I'll be interesting to see. I'm very curious how this case was allowed to go forward because I don't know enough about, um, and this article doesn't address, I think, the obvious question. The statute of limitations. Is there no statute of limitations? I thought that there were some changes made in, I don't know, that this is what I'm assuming with no information. Um, That weren't there some, haven't there been some changes made uh, in certain jurisdictions, yeah, I, with I, statute of limitations. Yeah, so. I think so, but I don't know about New York specifically. So I'm I curious. I mean, clearly they have the right to do this, or they would not have been able to file it. So, mm-hmm. for whatever reason, um, I'm just surprised that um, that this is a case that finally came forward. And I really haven't checked on Anthony Rapp because he's usually very vocal about this. Now, clearly, he's not going to be very vocal right. in this moment because it's a active legal or not active legal, it's a case, right? Mm-hmm. It's a lawsuit, so he's not going to start talking about it. But I haven't checked on him lately to see if he has said anything. Neither have I. But I will say this, uh, and I feel like a broken record, but this happens every time we see somebody who has been accused of multiple uh, events like this, that there's more. I mean, there's no question, mm-hmm. right? Like, you know, these are only the voices that have chosen to come forward. Oh, also several. I mean, there have been several allegations from him. You'll remember that led to actual investigations mm-hmm. in the UK. Mm-hmm. So oh, it just oh. it actually reminds me a little bit of Courtney Stodden's story with Doug Hutchison. OK. In the sense that it it all began in an acting class, like mm. that there was something about that relationship that um that was part of the grooming yeah well if you're a predator what better place to Mm -hmm. find your prey Mm -hmm. than you know in a captive audience situation when we come back on the colleen and bradley show we've got dumb people doing dumb things we call them crazy stupid idiots we'll tell you about them after this on my talk 1071 Dumb people doing dumb things we love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hi. And these are your crazy, stupid idiots. Well, then, I guess one could say that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for Crazy Stupid Idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world's full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly, 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 over and over. Oftentimes in the state of Florida. Florida. Sometimes other places. Other places. Like Tennessee. 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 Yep. Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, here's what happened to Cynthia Teeple. 
47-year-old Cynthia Teeple. She, um... She Teeple over? Well, kind of. Uh, You can say that she'd had uh, a Teeple or two, uh, and she was um, high on meth. And they knew she was high on meth and not sober, and she ended up getting busted for, for public intoxication because of what they found in her mouth. What? Yeah. What was in her mouth? Teeth? Nope. No teeth? Well, I don't know if she had teeth or not, but I do know that she had a horse's mane in her mouth. What? Yeah, I'm serious. She was chewing on a horse's mane. Oh, yeah, and she was topless. So here's what happened. Cops in La Follette, Tennessee, got a call from a person saying that there was a topless woman in their yard chewing on their miniature horse's mane. That woman was, of course, 47-year-old Cynthia Teeple. Um, And when the cops got there, they asked her what she was doing. Ma'am? What are you doing? She said, the horse's hair is made of Laffy Taffy and airheads. What? Oh. Yeah, this actually was dessert because she'd already feasted on some grass and some dirt from the yard. She was arrested for public intoxication. Wow. Well, that is one mm-hmm. trippy experience. Exactly. But the top so There was part, no actual was topless. horse. No, there was a horse. It was a... The people who called were like, there is a topless lady chewing on our miniature horse's mane. <laughs> that is so weird. Right? And then the cops came and found her just snacking away on that little horse. On is that little horse horse's okay? mane. Yeah, yeah, the horse is fine. It was just the mane. She was just like, God, that poor thing. Poor horse. Right? Yeah. That poor horse was probably like, why is this topless lady? Or maybe the horse is like, hey, okay. (laughs) You never know. (laughs) More like, yay. I mean, depending. I don't know what she looked like. Something tells me she didn't look very And I was looking for her uh, mugshot, and I'm coming up empty on that, unfortunately. (sighs) So there. Ooh, I should look her up on Facebook, though. You do that. I'm gonna. You do that. I'm gonna. But I'm gonna tell you about another crazy, stupid idiot. Cool. Um, I would like to go across the pound. Where? The United Kingdom. <laughs> you want to go with me? I guess. Okay. So I would like to take you to... Um, <laughs> A very important place, Sandhurst. Have you been to Sandhurst? I've ever? never been oh, to that's Sandhurst. Where the military academy. Oh, see, is. Holly knows things. Mm. The Royal Military College at Sandhurst mm-hmm. is a very fancy, uh, official, serious place, right? The Royal well, Military it like it. College was founded in 1801. It was established in 1802. I don't know what the difference between founding and establishment mm. is, but it's been there a long ass time. Mm-hmm. Some would say uh, 219 years. Some some would say that. Or 18, depending. Depending on, on your math. Founding or establishment. Mm-hmm. I don't know, again, what the difference is. So this is a very serious place where serious business happens. I mean, the queen sees the troops on parade 
at Sandringham, mm-hmm. right? Well, <clears throat> that is not usually a place where there's a lot of fun and happy times happening, right? Again, serious business. Right. Except this is crazy, stupid idiot. So something crazy, stupid, and idiotic happened at Sandhurst. Okay. And, in fact, it led to some army top brass being mucho furioso. Very furious. That means very furious. Yes, I doubt that that's actually what it means. But they were actually furious because of some pranksters. Okay. That actually did something that'll change your life forever. They did something in front of 200 cadets, (gasps) including three sheiks and a prince. Or sheiks and a prince. Uh, They did it in front of the defense secretary, Ben Wallace, who was standing in for the queen herself. There was a army veteran. What did they do? Well, thank you for asking. So apparently, um, somebody noticed one day that just above the clock tower, there was something unusual. And they were like, what is... What is that? So they inspecticated. They got all up mm-hmm. in it. Mm-hmm. Walked up to the top of the clock tower. And mm-hmm. they were like, what is that thing? It kind of looks like... it." Kinda, yep. It is a two-foot-long wiener. <gasps> wow. That is a wiener. Yeah, a big-ass, <laughs> two-foot-long, concrete tallywhacker. Concrete? Yes. Made out of it's concrete. It's not a real one. <laughs> No, not a real one. <laughs> Thank you for clarifying. Oh, did you think there was like a... No, it's a big, fat, giant clay... Not concrete, sorry. It was mm. made out of clay. Wiener that somebody put on top of the clock tower. And what's hilarious about it is it blends in with everything around it. But these pranksters were able to leave this wiener up there for weeks. Oh nobody gosh. noticed. There were all of the... No- nobody I said nobody noticed. noticed. <laughs> nobody noticed. Somebody noticed. That penis is nudist. Um, so nobody noticed the wee-wee that was atop the clock tower, or some would say, tower, mm, for two drop weeks. Drop the ale. <laughs> Somebody, like, it, again, all these, you know, fancy pants people were standing there at full attention. Yeah, they were. And so was it. Now, a source said, it must have been really hard to get it up. Hey. <laughs> Um, they also went on to say, I don't think it's the first time a has come out of Sandhurst. Cute. <laughs> oh, I That's like cute. that. Where'd you get that? Anyway, um, they did notice the giant wiener and it was promptly removed. The college apparently has a long history of lever's dares. Mm. What is that? What? Um, our lever, is that like a, is that like a, a euphemism for wiener? It says the college has a long history of oh, lever stairs. Must be graduation pranks, oh, yeah, which yeah, are yeah. normally yeah, carried out levers. on the eve of the Sovereign's Parade. Yeah. So, in one prank, a soldier scattered more than two hundred garden gnomes around the college grounds, which were still being found decades later. Well, that's kind of cute. I yeah. mean, I actually think the wiener is kind of funny. I think what 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 I find <laughs> delightful about the the wiener in this story <laughs> do tell is that it just stood there in broad daylight. Just right under the nose of all of these, you know, fancy pants Brits. And they were never the wiser. They didn't catch a whiff of that thing. Mm -mm. They pulled it off. Um, All right. For our next story, we are going to North Carolina.
This actually happened way back in July. I'm not entirely sure why we're talking about it now, but um, we don't know the name of the perpetrator here. Okay. Um, In fact, he's still on the run. They still haven't caught up with him. But Michael Bumpers from Charlotte, North Carolina, was at the gas station, and he uh, went up. Oh, wait, no. Actually, we do know the guy. The guy's name is Michael Bumpers. He's still on the run, though. They just haven't caught up with him. Okay. Uh, He went up to somebody who was filling up at a gas station and asked if they had a car jack. And the person said no. God, that would be scary. Right? Except for he just wanted to borrow the car jack. Yeah, but if I hear the word car jack... You're thinking something else. Yeah. Well, the person said they didn't have one, and Michael got angry. He got super angry, and he got so angry... He did something that was real dangerous at a gas station. Ooh, did he take out his... No, mm -mm. no, not that kind of danger. He lit something on fire. Oh. He lit the guy's car on fire. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, no, we don't do that. No. But what makes him a crazy, stupid idiot is that in doing so, he also set himself on fire. Of course. And um, he ran away from the scene... But there is video of him running away with his pant, fire? pant leg on fire. Yeah. Okay. So he must have gotten far enough away that he could stop, drop, and roll, and then he kept rolling because they can't find him. And I just say, I don't think the stop, drop, and roll thing really worked that well because, like, do people do that? I don't know. Also, can we talk about my the most, to me, interesting piece of stop, drop, and roll? We all know stop, drop, and roll. We all learned it in school. Did you practice it in school? Well, we practiced yes, it in school. Yes, of course, but which also begs the question, was How? there a problem with That's people like on question. fire? That's what I'm saying. It's like, never once have I found myself in a situation. Oh, no, that's not true. I no. have actually lit myself I've been on, on fire. fire too. I neither stopped nor dropped nor rolled. <laughs> I didn't do it either. Because when you're in the moment, you don't think to yeah. do it. I was at a wedding and we were taking a picture and there were candles all over the like ground at the wedding. And in like hurricanes, but I was sitting on the side of like a, I don't know, a bench. I remember the story. And my dress dropped into it and then ignited in flames. And everybody was like, that girl is on fire. they They did that afterwards. But in the moment, I was like, I picked up because when you're in shock and you are. You just start flailing. I started flailing. I picked my skirt up and I started giving it oxygen and like waving it around and everybody was like stop drop and roll and luckily and you one don't of, hear anything nothing one of my friends is a firefighter and he like launched at me and patted it out i mean it could have been really the hot? biggest disaster i mean he's married to my friend oh. so yeah but he's was he wearing a fireman's outfit at no the he was wearing That's a suit because we were at a wedding oh. but what's interesting about that there is mm-hmm. but What's interesting about that is the worst, I mean, the, the most embarrassing thing that would have happened is my dress would have like just disintegrated and I would have been naked. That would have been hilarious. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we're going to play a little game. That game is called The Throwback Live. Live. We'll do that after this on My Talk 1071. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. 
visit Amazon.com slash hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.